Hello and welcome to the Decibel Boost Podcast, the official music podcast of the website Surreal Resolution. I'm your host, Robert. This is the 300th episode. It's just going to be another ordinary everyday episode. And with me, I have... Don't worry, there's always number 400 where we can plan something fun and or stupid. You know, I kind of feel like that Rolling Stone list probably would have been a good uh, episode 300 roast. Oh well. And with me, I have... Wow, um, Kodak Black, you're really gonna charge this much for wings? And, oh no, no, night. <laughs> so, apparently he, he, he has his food truck where he sells wings and he's probably gonna sell some of this shit, like tenders and fries, $19. Jesus! Wings and fries... Wings and fries, twenty-one dollars. The fuck? A basket of wings, twenty-seven dollars. Mother waffle of fries, ten. Waffle well, fries, ten bucks. Oh, I, and that all. The ad flavor costs four extra dollars. Ew. Which you mother? Which, fu- what? What? What the fuck does? Oh, god! Like, even I think your typical food truck owner would say he's pushing it. Well, I guess if you have the money to go to a Rolling Loud and see Travis Scott, you have the money for all that shit too. <laughs> you, 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 you really go. You, you, you go to like you go to Flavor for Flavor four bucks. Like it's not there in the first place. It's to be on the wings that even that, that, that seasoned thirty bucks for wings. Like, I bought an AEW pay per view for twenty. Rip off. They were the same price. They were the same. They were the same price for the pay for DoorDash and Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings. At least, yeah, at least, at least, at least, at least I got to drive there. Yeah, motherfucker, you get thirty dollars at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's king shit. Yeah, this although, is I mean, fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. although, uh, although, I don't know. Curious, what the fuck is spicy gremlin? That sounds. That sounds. sounds like some. That sounds like a nickname on Twitter. On somebody I know a few mutuals of mine will call themselves. I don't know. It kind of sounds like uh, rejected sauce from the Hot Ones lineup. <laughs> <laughs> spicy, <coughs> spicy grill. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, as we said before, this is episode three hundred. Ooh, we don't have anything special. We we, we uh, <laughs> yeah. I joked that it's kind of like that one Patton Oswald routine about how you only get 20 birthdays that matter. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, all I can say is, all I can say is, hey, it's been a episode. It's been a pleasure doing this shit for the past almost seven years. Yeah. Where does the time go? The natural forward march of time. Yeah. We're still not hearing a damn thing about that Zach De La Roca solo album, are we? No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we still remember that that, that thing was like, yeah, we, we we ain't getting that album. You can hear him in some of the stuff, but you're not going to hear the solo album. It'll be one of the great pieces of, uh, it'll be one of the great white whales of the music industry. But yeah, I suppose at uh, this point, uh, I should ask how everyone's week has been going. Well, I sound a little hoarse because I'm probably coming down with something combined with pollen coming back in full force so uh <clears throat> yeah i'm uh gonna be laying low for a couple days but uh before i got down with whatever illness i have 
nothing too serious. It's just annoying. I'm also very tired. Uh, that much to report. I went and saw Creed 3. It was as anime as a boxing movie could possibly be in a very good way. And hey, it was under two hours. That's always a win in my book. And uh, yeah, it was a very good movie. Interesting choices for the music. Good on you, Dreamville. Good on you. You, you get you get you get this one, Dreamville. You get this one because uh, yeah, the movie was very good. And uh, uh, yeah, nothing else to report other than it's just just the usual shenanigans that we usually tend to go through. We might touch on Dreamville again later. Anyway, uh, Mark, what about you? Well, um, got not much to report. Like as I said before last week, my Carol and Tuxedo Blue has arrived, which. Which of course is is fantastic, and I gotta say, um, Family Care Tuesday as of now, considering um, what's going on as of recently with a little thing. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna comment on that. I'm gonna say, no, we did not need an AI dub. You fucking, you fucking dumbasses. We don't need AI anything. Have any of you ever seen Terminator Two? I saw some posts about that. I'm just like, are you really trying to tell me that AI-generated voices are preferable to the natural, deep voice of a Mr. Daisuke Ono? Are you high, uh, people? Two-word review to borrow from This Is Spinal Tap. Shit sandwich. Yada, okay, yada, uh, indeed. Look, I don't say this. Like, nobody... Nobody, well, nobody, well, nobody that's not an asshole, don't, they don't want this shit. Like, everybody here, look, look, when it comes to this shit, dude, I want to hear, I want to hear, like, the dose of cells of, and, I don't know, actual voice that doing their shit, like, I watched Kanye Summer of Levels 4, when I hear Ian Sinclair do his, do his narration shit, that shit was funny. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get, I, I can't get that shit from no AI. No, no, you <laughs> cannot. Yeah, and... And then, and then, I want the Carol Tuesday to AI, which, also, I gotta say, um, this seems a little weird bringing this up, but, it's, I'm glad when I bought the Blu-ray, it's like, oh, hey, I can see the credits. Actually, good the artist credits that actually show the full thing. You can see, you can see the main credits, the Japanese, the Japanese side of things, the English side of things. Basically, yeah, I know it sounds dorky and all, but, yeah, 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 I kinda, yeah, I kinda miss that because... Mostly, most anime this either has like here we here's this this that and then boom boom that boom yeah get get out yeah oh how the times have changed <clears throat> anyway uh, as for me uh, two things of note one I also went to the movies but uh, I saw Cocaine Bear that bear did indeed do a shit ton of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, no, it was a pretty entertaining time. Some surprisingly solid horror intention, some fun gore, and I actually like the characters. It almost, it, it kind of feels like if you turned Fargo into like a corny B-movie. Now I want the Coen brothers to make a movie about a bear on cocaine. Hmm. I mean, I did, I mean, I did, I did, I did hear, I did, I did hear like, it, it does compare to the Coen brothers stuff, which I've been hearing a lot in those, those you know, people talking about it. Yeah, like, if you've seen, like, a few of their movies before, if you see how, like, the characters, like, talk and interact with each other, it's that same kind of 
you guys are the weirdest motherfuckers. <laughs> I should also mention that uh, for anybody who's a fan of uh, BoJack Horseman, the movie does indeed feature a park ranger played by character actress Margot Martindale. <laughs> She's a lot of fun in that. <laughs> And uh, the other thing is, uh, now that I finally got my tax refund in, I went out and decided to indulge by finally acquiring one of those PlayStation 5s. I'm now one of the cool kids, I think. Hooray! Uh, (laughs) I'd say more, but I'm just thinking about uh, what if Fargo had a lot of cocaine in it, which meant I'm thinking about a a coked-up William H. Macy, and that is um, weird. Who knows, maybe they'll do that in a... Is the Fargo TV series still going? I I don't know. Because there's an idea. But yeah, PS5, it came with God of War Ragnarok, so I need to play that at some point. Plus, I'll be decently set up for when uh, Resident Evil 4, uh, the remake, finally drops. The only for GameCube sticker is now the single funniest joke in the entire gaming industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wine. It gets funnier with age. Uh, only for GameCube, bitch, you fought. Nope. Ever played it on the Zebo? I bet you haven't. Oh, my God. Who? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you follow that gaming channel, Stop Te- Skeletons from Fighting... They have deep dives on all this kind of shit. You will learn things that you never thought you needed to learn. But anyway, uh, that's pretty much it for me. So now we're going to move on to our uh, usual business. Starting, of course, with the new song discussion for the past week. As always, there will be a playlist down in the description so you can follow along with us and pick up some new tunes and mark your calendars for some new albums. Uh, Of course, starting right up here at the top, it's... uh, Oh, yeah, the clock's going off again. Uh, The Alchemist O'Clock. Okay, as as, as from last time, yes, it's about what what that now album coming out this month, at the 31st, The Great Escape from Larry June and the Alchemist. Oh, did they finally put a date on that thing? Yeah, they did. Um, Yeah, I I, I jumped the gun by saying, by posting a YouTube video because I. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, put this on here. I can't, because I couldn't find the news link, which I kind of wish I did put in there, but yeah, but okay, anyway, yes, they have a date now. The Great Escape, March 31st, new single out, and it's called 80, I mean, 89 Earthquake, which, okay, I guess there must be California feeling something since we are in Cali. And, okay, I'll say this, like, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not as good as sixty days, but I still dug the fuck out of this track. Like, it does got that. It does got that. And like, of course, I'm dodging I'm all these slaps as as you will. And Larry Jr. And Larry Jr. has some good bars in here. Got some good bars in here. It's just him rapping now. Like, you're not gonna get Alchemist rapping in here, but it's but it's got some good ones. Like, it's basically it's like like luxury like you know, like, like luxury rap, but but it's but it's like the best kind. It's like the good kind of luxury rap. It's like okay, it's like. It was like this. This is the Ace of Space shit. Tucking numbers on the jet. Little, little random fight to Vegas. Touchdown through the check. Picking round two. Order throughout the app. Two K for the dinner. Something right. All numbers like okay, like, okay. Like you got, you got some boss like real money ass shit. Might put in the bins. For the city to the fog and an earthquake. What's happening, man? Shake from the city to the fog. And but you know, all that, all that shit. Which okay, like all right, like it, 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 it is more of you know like okay, it is more that you know like. 
like I said, I'm just basically saying uh, that kind of luxury shit, but at least, at least it sounds like, you know, again, the sound sounds like luxury, sounds like it sounds appropriate for this shit. And, okay, and okay, this track is pretty, like, it's kind of cool. Like, I, I, I just track, I, I just track, again, not as a lot, not, not as a lot as 60 Days, but I still dug it. And hopefully, and hopefully when I'm coming out, I hope, like, I kind of, I, I kind of hope what the track was going to be like. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, moving on to the next track here. So, uh, on March 24th, we're going to be getting the latest album from the extremely experimental black metal act, Liturgy, with 93696. Fucking hate number titles sometimes like that. But, you know, I generally like Liturgy, so it's probably going to be a pretty interesting album. As we would know based on this third sampling here in the form of the single Before I Knew the Truth. Now, uh, compared to the first one, which was this very lengthy, you know, 15-minute black metal opus, and the second single, which was mainly just, like, this interlude of, like, a choir of some kind, this one goes back to more of the full band experience and trades a lot more on that, like, those conventional aggro black metal tempos. You know, the drums blast away like no one's business, the guitars belt out a lot of ear-grating lead tremolo passages, of course, you still get plenty of that strange, uh, glitchy choppiness between certain measures, and there's still a bit of that eerie, you know, church choir from, oh, right, the song was called The Angel of Sovereignty, uh, you know, humming along in the background because it's liturgy. They have to be, uh, very strange at all times, but I'm a guy who does dig himself some strange things, so I am still quite intrigued. Now, this is what I expect when I hear atmospheric post-metal. A lot of... Wild noise and shred and screaming and booming drums and all of that meshing together with some digital, digital glitch effects to it. This is more my style here. This is very good. All right. So moving away from uh, black metal and rap, we now have uh, some electronic here. So uh, the producer Clark is never really one to take a break. He's had fuck like. He's pretty consistent with album releases. He had two out in the past two years alone. That's not even including any EPs and such in the interim. But, of course, now we have the announcement of uh, his latest studio album, uh, May 26th. It's called Sus Dog. I assume that means something to someone. Sus Dog. But... <laughs> yeah, that's a... that sounds like a weird sequel to Ghost Dog. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we have the, uh, lead-off single from the album here called Clutch Pearlers, and, I, man, I gotta tell you, every time I see that song title, my, my brain just gets weird, because I keep wanting to read it as Pearl Clutchers. <laughs> I don't know what a pearler is, but maybe that's the point, but, uh, okay, so, with this single, I'll admit that I've heard some Clark, and I'm generally used to his music being very instrumental and very drony and dissonant, so... Right off the bat, this is kind of a contrast out of the gate. It has this sort of upbeat drum rhythm, this set of auxiliary percussive melodies that are very tropical in nature, as well as the occasional bursts of more fluttery synths over top, complete with some actual melodic singing from Clark himself. So I guess if you like your uh, Clark to have a little bit more uh, punchiness compared to the uh, you know usual drone material, then this is an interesting enough diversion. I'm not sure if this is just a one-off tangent on the album itself or a full indication of what the style is going to be here, but as always, I'm a little bit intrigued, so let's see what you have in May. 
yeah, this is kind of intriguing. Like, I can, like, I ain't heard Cluck in a, in a long while. Okay, but yeah, yeah, but yeah this, this is pretty interesting to listen to. Also weird, and, and, and yeah, Clutch Pros is kind of a weird title to go to, to, to say. Did it get a little sus dog? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and moving on to the next track here. So, what are the more notable stories in the uh, mainstream music space in the past year or so was uh, the news that the guys in BTS would have to temporarily disband because of obligations to fulfill military service on behalf of the country of South Korea. So far, though, at least from what I know, I think only one of them has had to actually, like, enroll, at least as of December. I think some of the others are either still waiting to do it, or they're filing, like, uh, requests for cancellation to, you know, postpone having to serve. I know at the very least one member who uh, filed the request for cancellation was uh, J-Hope, who I assume has other things to be keeping busy with. For example... He released a new single in the past week, which is a collaboration with another famous musical, J. That being... J. J Cole? Am, am <laughs> I reading that right? J. Hope and J. Cole. J. Hope and J. Cole. Okay, then. Sure. The com- the, Why not? The combination of, the combination of BTS and Dreamville. The, the, com- the couple that we needed? I don't know. <laughs> I I will say whoever had this on their 2023 bingo card has to be fucking laughing it up in everyone's faces. Yeah, or, or, or the song is called "On the On the Street." Yeah, it was called like okay. Um, well, like again, I'm very very well not that familiar with a lot of BTS stuff, even though this is basically you know it's a solo member, but. Okay, I mean, oh, okay, he's, 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 he's rapping in Korean, which is, which is, which, is, which okay, like, okay, like, all right, it's, for my, for my, or since one, I don't speak Korean, it's, all right, it's decent, like, right, and, and J. Cole's verse, and J. Cole's verse was, I mean, I mean, it, it was fine, too, it was basically, it was, it was basically, like, well, like, usually J. Cole on feature mode, which is, there's always stuff like he got lyrics like quarters around with more quarter bowls than than what the, what, the, what the quarter knows. You see a top ten, damn it, you see a top ten list. I see a golden corral. Okay, it's golden corral. All right, yeah, the hmm. right, yeah, the. I mean, the song got this, you know, got this, you know, pop rap feel, which okay, which okay, which was, which, which was produced by a BTS longtime BTS producer, P <laughs> P Dog. No, really, there's a name, P-Dog. P-Dog. A lot of dogs tonight. You know, but I... Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was like, yeah, the songs, um... I mean, it's fine for what I hear. Like, I'm not really clearing for more. It's like, oh, okay. All right, that's, that's, all, that's all I got. Uh, you know, at first I was like, this seems okay. Like, it's an alright instrumental, probably about a solid enough a way to blend the two styles of these two artists as you could ask for. And then J. Cole's verse started, and I got really pissed off. So, there's this passage that starts with the line something like, I got a friend who's smart as fuck, but stupid as hell. Now, you might be asking why he's saying this about his friend. Well, isn't it obvious? Because the friend said he doesn't believe in God. And Cole's oh, oh, like, fuck. 
Well, how could you not believe in God, oh, no. man? Just like, look at the world around you. Like, oh, you know, oh. nature and volcanoes. And I'm just like, you... <sighs> okay, okay, that was, okay that, we'll get into the part was kind of stupid. I, uh, That's like some Ashton the Ocean level of cornball shit right there. My fucking God, man. That might be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard you say. Moving on to something that annoys me a lot less. So, uh, we have another sampling of some new Eve's tumor material. Uh, As we all know, their newest album, Heaven Surround... Uh, sorry, uh... Fuck, I always mess up with this title. Uh, Praise a Lord Who Choose, But Which Does Not Consume, Or Simply Hop Between Worlds. (laughs) Comes out on March 17th. And uh, so we have the latest single from the album, Heaven Surrounds Us Like a Hood. Now, uh, kind of similar in line to the previous single, the vocals here feel a lot less like, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for here? They're more high-pitched, like higher register, in a very central way, and not quite that lower, or, they're, they're not quite as boisterous, is what I'm trying to say here. And uh, the instrumentation does keep that, you know, central glam rock vibe, Although you do get these pockets of more intense energy, especially whenever you hear, like, the drums hitting a lot of these, like, hard and fast tom fills. And then about halfway through, the song switches up entirely, getting this, uh, break of acoustic guitar strumming and droning synth before the full band kicks in on a more typical-for-the-style kind of, uh, shuffling groove. Still sounding pretty tight? Cannot wait for the album. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just, as usual, um, this shit kind of slaps. Like I'm always like like more like I'm always see always seem like you know it, it it is still more that you know more that glam rock shit and and of course and of course I'm and of course I'm here for it. I can also certainly appreciate the vibe they're going for, although I found it to be more like '70s jam rock, like the Allman Brothers or Leonard Skinner or uh, Mountain, you know, any of those bands. Even if it's a bit cacophonous at times, but that's all part of the appeal, so it gets a pass from me for that. Yes, yes. Plenty good. Now, uh, moving on to the next track here. So, as I'm sure we all remember, last month was the Super Bowl, which, like all Super Bowls before it, brings everything from agitated commentary on the actual events of the game itself, to people simultaneously praising and whining about the halftime show, and, of course, a bevy of new advertisements to flood out into this capitalist nightmare hellscape we call reality. One they of the all more suck prom- this year. One of the more prominent uh, ad campaigns to emerge was for a product called Popcorners, a brand of tortilla chip, which seems to sell itself as, I guess, a somewhat healthier alternative to normal tortilla chips. But it was notable for being promoted via a series of Breaking Bad-themed commercials, one in particular featuring, you know, the main two leads, uh, Brian Cranston as Walter White and uh, Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman, as the uh, creators of this new wonderful product. Also, I always blank on the guy's name. Whoever played Tuco Salamanca. I wish I could remember that off the top of my head, but yeah. I bring this up because uh, does anyone else remember the last time Aaron Paul was in a nationwide ad campaign that got an excessive amount of play on television and online? It hmm. was vitamin water, which oh. uh, was also notable for constantly promoting this one very, very annoying song by this band called Portugal. 
the man. And oh, yeah, yes, you just announced a new album coming out over the summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the actor's name, by the way, is uh, Raymond Cruz. Thank you very much. Raymond Cruz. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah I think I've heard that name before. Yeah, that guy's been, really good in that he, show. He, he's been in a, in a lot of things. Yeah, unfortunately, it appears that we have another year with the uh, Aaron Paul commercials and Portugal Demand, though I suppose at least not simultaneously. Uh, the new album from the band is called Chris Black Changed My Life, coming out June 23rd, named after a very close friend slash semi-official member of the band who died a little bit ago. Oh. So uh, we have the lead-off single here called Dummy. And right off the bat, this song gets on my nerves from the intro. Just that <laughs> that really annoying vocal pattern. It's kind of like a weird drawl of what I assume is supposed to be like someone stuttering to say the title of the song. And I mean, once you get into the meat of it, it's just kind of a typical indie rock pop crossover thing from the obnoxious twee vocals on the verse and chorus with that sing-songy melody, a mix of, you know, steady bass grooves and backing pianos. All of it is just so been there done that and once again just kind of feeds into the obnoxious trend of the over commercialization of indie rock and i know this because before the song played i got hit with a commercial on youtube that featured a snippet of this goddamn song on the video for the song itself oh wow why something now i'm glad i got youtube premium me too. I'm glad I'm stupid and pay for it. Just 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 for the convenience of not having to deal with ads because ads stink. Yeah. Oh, man, also getting... also this video was well I say weird, but it's more like okay, you, you got some dude in a costume, walks around the snow, there's mushing dogs, he I don't know, he I don't know, he I don't know, he takes a shit um and uh, of people and I don't know. He's just a bunch of things that happened. This He's is just, just dogs. Yeah, this is just another sub three minute indie rock song that you're gonna forget about before hearing it a hundred times on TV commercials. And uh, well, I guess if anyone needs a twenty one pilots fix, this will hold them over until they do some new material. I guess. That I mean, well, I guess, and I guess they might. I guess if this it might, it might, it might become more just a fluke indie. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's the only thing. I, that is the only thing I can say about this. It sounds like a bad Twenty One Pilots song. So, so yeah, it, it sounds like it sounds like a Twenty One Pilots song. <sighs> anyway, uh, moving on to the next track here. Looks like we have a serving number three. Uh, from the latest, much-anticipated Metallica album, 72 Seasons. Again, still due out for an April 14th release. Yep. Song number three from the album, If Darkness Had a Son. And yes, there is your intentional dad joke wordplay going on here. <laughs> remember, these guys are pushing 60. But uh, yeah, it's a slower song from what we've heard with a more menacing approach to its groove and it's one that I really like. I find this to be the strongest of the three songs with its sort of mid-tempo chugging groove its call and response chant of temptation and power chord fuel choruses commanding a lot of its feel and uh, as a more diehards only note 
It took 22 years, but the Temptation demo from the Presidio Sessions finally got put to use with the chorus's closing line of Temptation, Leave Me Be, and done in a much better fashion than what they did in 2001. So, uh, yeah, well done, lads. I like it. I like the I like the mid-tempo chug they got going on here. I would agree that this is probably my favorite of the singles so far. I'm not sure how enthusiastic I am about it, but I'll say it. At least to me, at least, it kind of sounds like if you wrote the Black album in 2023. Like, it just kind of feels like that tempo and riff-wise. So, take that as you will, Metallica superfans. Yeah, well, it, it's still better than Avenged Sevenfold writing the Black album 2013, which um sucked. Oh, God, don't fucking remind me. Uh, and no, we're not going to talk about whatever weirdo hacking ARG campaign they're doing. We don't care. We don't care enough about them to just talk about them. The only way you would get me to talk is if you paid me, and I'm not sure any of y'all have the money for that. Just release that stupid album of yours, Matt. Just get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway. For and that was something we all be excited for about. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, for the last little bit of discussion here, uh, as we hinted at the start of last week's episode, uh, literally breaking right before, but we didn't have time to uh, fully get into it. So, after much hype and anticipation, we finally got word of uh, the much anticipated collab between two of the greatest and strangest rappers of the past several years, Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Uh, at the end of Danny Brown's. I forget what the what he calls his podcast. Just, just his Danny podcast. Show. Yeah, at the end of the most recent episode of the Danny Brown Show, uh, they played a new song uh, that the two of them had worked on to announce the new project, "Scaring the Hose Volume One." No release date though, so they're just gonna keep us on bated breath for that. Uh, okay, the and they claim that oh, and they claim they each have three albums apiece coming out this year, which. <laughs> Okay, 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 more, okay, more Danny and Peggy. That's like that's that's a good deal, my friend. I am very intrigued. So yeah, uh, the song that we got to hear, uh, I assume this is this the full song or if it's just a snippet. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they put out a shorter song here. Uh, it's called Lean Beef Patty, not to be confused with that one internet popular bodybuilder. And uh, yeah, this is. This is the weird shit. The very, very weird shit. Yep, and you wanna know how what it is? Like in the like in the first part, they play like a like a chip like basically like like a chipmunk fast version of the lyrics of I Need a Girl Part Two, which which girl chipmunk. I knew that then, sounded familiar. I knew that sounded familiar. I could yeah, not figure it out, but yeah, hey, yeah. good on him. Yep. And of course, the first one, the first person, JPEG Mafia, and the first verse is, first off, fuck Elon Musk. He's going to rap it fast. We're going to rap it like, okay, like, mm. not like fast, but, but he raps fast. And then when the beat drops, that's when shit gets crazy. I'm like, okay, we go over this. I'm, I'm like, I'm fucking love this. Like, he says, I'll fuck your niggas. I fuck Papa John. Never shit to the bank. I'm 20 con. And which which get like okay, like I don't fucking niggas like I'm Hulk Hogan. Wait, okay, 
I am mean Rittenhouse, wait, wait, Rittenhouse with the shot and repeat all your searching the truth and your tweets. I've been, I've been with your girl, Iron Sheik, what's the deets? All right. You, you, you all go from eat on the year in a week, buddy. <laughs> okay, uh... Yeah, like, yeah, like. I will say Danny Brown's part is a bit, uh, I, I, I will say a, a bit shorter like this. Well, then again, it's a short ass song. But, I mean, but, 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 like, like, both of them, like, both of them be spitting fast. They be spitting real good in this. And this, like I said, this beat's phenomenal. Like, if this, this is going to sound like this, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm eagerly more anticipated than this. And three, and two, yeah, was a piece. Again, this is to get this, this, this is a damn good gift to get, like, to get more of this. <sighs> Lapping straight to the bank, I'm Tony Khan. That's what I expect from JPEG Mafia, those little uh, name drops there. And uh, yes, $8 uh, too much, especially what happened on Monday where the API just sort of crashed into itself because uh, this is why you don't put money marks in charge of IT. But yeah, the song's very good. Give us more. Give us more of this weird shit. It's going to slap, yo. This album is going to slap. I'm ready for it. Hell motherfucking yeah. So, yeah, we'll of course uh, keep an ear out for any more news uh, from that camp. But uh, that pretty much does it for the news song discussion. And we only really have one uh, news topic of note to discuss here. So we should probably just jump right into that. It is uh, it's a festival lineup. And specifically, it is the lineup for the 2023 iteration of Glastonbury, uh, taking place the June 21st through the 25th in Worthy Farm, Pilton, Somerset, England. I hope I said those pronunciations right. I have no idea how they're partitioning that location. But, uh, yeah, we don't really have, like, a day-to-day lineup, so I guess I'll just, uh, you know, be uh, reading what we know so far. So starting from the top, uh, some of your scheduled acts for this festival include the likes of uh, Arctic Monkeys, Guns N' Roses, yeah. Elton John, Lizzo, H. The fuck? It, it, think bitch, but it starts with an A. <laughs> sure. Okay. Look, I, I don't know how to spell things. Uh, uh, Allison Goldfrapp, Alt-J, Amadou and Miriam, Becky Hill, Blondie, Candy Station, Carly Rae Jepsen, Cat Burns, Central C. Uh, wait. I heard it before. Wait, I heard a name before. It's that one. It's the one rapper that does that stupid line like, "I can't be homophobic, but bitch is gay." Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that line. Oh. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that guy. I, I don't want to think about that. Let's wash the taste <sighs> out of our mouths. Oh, hey, look, Mark. It's one of your new favorite bands, Christine and the Queens. Yay! Uh, let's see. There's churches. Uh, there's Ezra Collective. Fat Boy Slim, Fever Ray, Flo, Fred Again, <laughs> Hot Chip, Joey Badass, Kalise, Lana Del Rey, oh, okay. 
who, if I recall correctly, had a bit of a fit over the placement on the... Uh, yeah, there, there, there's a whole thing about this, which, uh, and um, it deserves to be called out on, because this is kind of a sausage fest of a lineup here. I'm, all, I'm just going to say that. The the disparity is a little too uh, un, uh, imbalanced. That much is true. Ah, okay. Okay, that, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that's, okay, that's reasonable, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, there's left field. Louis Capaldi. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're here. Oh, you're still a thing. Okay. Uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah, you're still a thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Loyal Carner. Maggie Rogers. Mahalia. The official soundtrack of getting busy in a Buffalo Wild Wings bathroom, Monaskin. I don't want to know the context. <laughs> Uh, have you read Pitchfork's review of their most recent album? Oh, that. Oh, okay, I get it now. I heard things about it. Not good things about it. I already listened to those first couple albums just to try and be fair. You can't make me go for three. Don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about, people. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Manic Street Preachers, uh, Nova Twins, Phoenix, Ray, Rina Sawayama, Guys, holy shit, we're only, like, however many months away from John Wake Chapter 4. Let's fucking go! Ain't this month? This month? Holy shit! Got some, because I think it's playing in March. I'm due for a series March 24th, yeah. Oh! Fuck, I gotta rewatch some movies. Uh, Let's see, there's Royal Blood, Rudimental, Shy Girl, Slow Tie, Sparks... Steflon Don, Sudan Archives, mm-hmm. Texas, like just the entire state of Texas? Just, just Texas. <laughs> sure, Damn. why not? Uh, the Chicks, The War on Drugs, Thundercat, hey. oh, Tenari Wen. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just realized I'm doing a Thundercat album soon. Or maybe I don't know. It's been like I think we're about through. due for one by this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's War Paint. Why is Blood? Wiz Kid. Young Fathers. Yusuf slash Cat Stevens. And many, many more. Cool. Okay then. Okay, I got to see why it's you know there's a lot of. There's, you know, some dudes with a little with, with some, Yeah. With this some. this this certainly is one of the Glastonbury festivals of all time. And none it's of us are gonna certainly... be there because we're not going to England anytime soon. Trust me, I can think of many more reasons to visit England. It's not for a festival. You know, assuming that uh, the European Union hasn't imploded in on itself uh anytime in the near future. Just saying, y'all vote. A lot of y'all voted for Brexit, so you can't be surprised. Uh, Although I do feel bad for the people that uh, did not want this and got caught in the crossfire anyway. Anyway, um, that about does it for, you know, the news. So we just have to touch on one last little thing here, and that is the new album releases for the week of March 10th, 2023. 
of which there's only really four of note here, I would say, uh, at least as far as our general interests. Starting at the top, there's the newest album from Suicide Silence with Remember, You Must Die. Then, of course, there's the much-anticipated new album from Periphery with Periphery 5, Gent is Not a Genre. It's a lifestyle! If you're in a Gent shitposting group on Facebook, stop tagging me! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good times. Uh, Then there's an album that we actually got into a little bit of a debate on prior to recording because we were unsure... Like, if this was really what we thought it was or if it had even come out already. But, after much research, we can confirm that this is, in fact, dated for March 10th. It is a collaboration project between Conway the Machine and someone named Jay Skies, titled Pain Provided Profit. And, uh, last and maybe least... I, I guess it depends on how you view it. I would say least, probably. But, uh, yeah, there's a new project from Miley Cyrus with Endless Summer Vacation. Uh, new album and a Disney Plus special on the same day. Woo. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, that, and, oh, yeah, and her number one song. Oh, wait, not number one anymore. It's That's now nope. being The number one by. song on the Billboard 200? <laughs> Or the Hot 100 is a song from the weekend from six years ago, thanks to uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Yeah, a song from Starboy. Huh. That bunch of still pissed that nothing from Don FM charted that high. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure it wasn't aiming for chart success like that, but still, that annoys me. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, mean, I know, I know, but I don't know, but I'm a timer's right there. Yes, it is. Anyway, uh, that about does it for all that. Now we just have to clean house and get the hell out of here. So, Alex, where can they find you on the internet? As always, Aura of Azure, where I just sort of dick around and talk about whatever I feel like, whether it be wrestling or auto racing or Disney movies or whatever. It's it's the usual rigmarole. You all know what to expect by now. And if you don't, where have you been the last 300 episodes? Where have you been indeed? Uh, Mark, what about you? Me on Twitter, my type of media, where I recently just either been retweeting shit about what happened last week, the complete dope, which I ain't got to go go into about. You already know what it is. <laughs> and on my site, the Hyper One, at, well, the amount of Hyper One at HyperOne.wordpress.com. Stuff should happen soon. Hopefully soon. I know I've been doing shit for the past weeks, but dang, well, yeah. And uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, etc. at Rob Barracuda. You can email me, robert at superwrestlers.com for questions, comments, concerns, and inquiries. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Podcasts. New audio-only episodes go up every Wednesday. Video usually goes up on the official YouTube channel, so subscribe, hit the bell tab, so you're notified whenever anything goes up there. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at SuraRezzo. Like us on Facebook. Visit the website, uh, surrealresolution.com, for written articles, this podcast, podcast O&A, all of that good stuff. Be sure to jump into our Discord chat as well, which for the time being is the best way to get immediate updates on whenever any new stuff gets posted to the site. Uh, that'll about uh, do it for this week. We'll, of course, be back uh, next week with more of the uh, usual business. And uh, until next time, I really want to see a movie with sheep on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs>